Now, an economics commentator has pointed the finger at the Reserve Bank governor and the finance minister for failing to keep inflation in the target range 1% to 3%. Now, Auckland University economics professor Robert McCulloch has detailed his prosecution of the pair of them, Adrian Orr and Grant Robertson, in the Herald this morning, and he's with us now. Robert, hello. Hi, hello. Are, are you blaming these two for inflation? Uh, yes, yes, um, because uh, they, the two of them agreed that uh, the Reserve Bank would target inflation in the range of 1% to 3%, and they they signed that off. There's a document which uh, at the bottom of it says that the inflation target is agreed by Grant Robertson, and he signed that document, and next to his signature is the Governor of the Reserve Bank. So they had a signed agreement towards them to target inflation between 1% and 3%, and they breached that agreement. Okay, so let's start with Adrian Orr. What has he done wrong? Well, uh, as governor of the Reserve Bank, that's probably his uh, one of his most important tasks to achieve uh, inflation in in that range. He agreed to that. He he was a signatory to to that uh, agreement, and he's failed to deliver it. And he sits on the Monetary Policy Committee as well. And the Monetary Policy Committee sets the official cash rate, and uh, he's on that committee. And they have not set the official cash rate, consistent with achieving that target. Am I right in reading reading your article right, that if you have um, inflation at, what is it, it's 7% at the moment, you need to raise the official cash rate, according to the Taylor Rule, by 7% as well? Yeah, so w- one of the pieces of evidence uh, which shows they, the bank has had practically no intention of meeting that target comes in the form of the the so-called Taylor Rule. So that's been around for a long time now, several decades. There's been an intense amount of study and interest in that in that field. And the Taylor Rule says that when inflation goes up by 1%, uh, you should r- increase the official cash rate by more than 1% if you want to contain the, the increase in, in prices. Now, we've known inflation's been rising in New Zealand for a long time now. It's not like in the last few months. Um, a year ago, it was uh, 1.5%, and then it rose to around 3% in June of, of 2021, and then up to 5%. It was 6% at the end of last year, and now it's 7%. Now, the, the Taylor rule uh, says, well, if the bank had been serious about containing inflation, uh, six months ago, six to eight months ago, as inflation was increasing, and when it went up from 2% to 3%, the bank should have responded by increasing the official cash rate by more, more than 1% at that stage. And the, the idea of that rule is it's like a preemptive strike mm. that uh, by raising rates sort of quickly and getting onto the problem, uh, we wouldn't be in the, in the mess we're in now. But by failing to act, now we have inflation, like you said, around 7%. The OCRs just stuck at a little over 1%. Uh, in a way, the cat's out of the bag now. And, and basically, so, by leaving it at 1%, they're allowing inflation to continue when they know that they're allowing inflation to continue. Exactly. And they, Robert, they know that. But Robert, we can't seriously expect them to raise the official cash rate by 7%, can we? Because the impact on mortgage holders would be astronomical. And that's why they're in a fix, because they didn't act quickly. Um, They knowingly, uh, when when inflation was rising, kept, kept the official cash rate at close to zero. Inflation went up higher and higher and higher. Yeah. And now it's 7%. So they're sort of in full panic mode now because they're thinking, well, inflation is running away. And as you say, gosh, if we increase interest rates you know, by five or six percentage points now, it's going to cause widespread mortgage distress, loan defaults. 
and so they're 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 panicking. They're they 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 don't know what to do. So so they're basically looking at they have a binary choice, do they? It's either either you have inflation, or you cause a lot of as you say mortgage distress, and they're choosing the inflation. Yeah, they deliberately chose inflation in breach of their agreement. Mm. Um, but had they acted uh, quickly when inflation was uh, increasing last year, and you know, at the end of last year, December 21, it was already up to almost 6%. But they didn't act uh, last year, and they've left it so late, and it's gone up so high. Um, without telling anyone in the country, they, they breached their agreement, and they didn't do a preemptive strike, and now it's very high. And now, as you say, they're loath to increase uh, the OCR you know, uh, up to 4 or 5% because they're terrified of what would happen to uh, people's uh, people who've got substantial mortgages. Okay, so that, that lays the blame at Adrian All's feet, but what role does Grant Robertson have in this? He signed the agreement. Uh, that target was agreed with Adrian All. It's a joint, it was jointly signed by the two of them. Yeah, So, but these are know, Adrian All's decisions. Has Grant made it worse? Well, he, he's fully involved uh, with, with the problem because... Uh, when he saw last year that the uh, cash rate was close to zero and inflation was running away, and people were, uh, the, the, remember the Reserve Bank did this $53 billion money printing program, house prices were going through the roof. It's the finance minister, if he'd learned the lessons of the global financial crisis, should have been aware that it's a, a dangerous situation to have people borrowing at very low interest rates to buy houses at you know very inflated prices and that should have been a concern for him and he should have uh, called the governor and said look this agreement that I signed with you that we jointly signed looks like it's being breached yeah. and this is causing a, a terrible situation now they should have then at that point uh, they could have agreed to renegotiate that agreement and said you know leveled with the public and said we're not going to meet this one to three percent target uh, or he should have insisted that the agreement which they signed was was fulfilled. But um, he didn't do that. So I think there is a, is a strong argument that the finance minister should have acted sooner. OK, so how long do you reckon we're going to be stuck with this inflation problem? Well, n- none of us know because... Um, it's you know, not it's, short term the, though, is it? The, the Reserve Bank itself said that it's expecting uh, these inflationary pressures to be ongoing. So in its own words... It thinks that it's going to it's going to last, and it's quite widespread. It's although the government is saying it's sort of the oil shock. Uh, well, you know, rents are going up, house uh, uh, food prices are going up, a lot of prices are going up now, and uh, so it's quite a, a widespread problem. And it seems that the uh, Reserve Bank is just crossing its fingers mm. and hoping that all these shocks will suddenly disappear and reverse themselves. So. They've really sort of taken us to the casino in that sense. In fact, the the pressures could be ongoing and they could get worse. Yeah. Robert, thank you so much for talking us through that. I really appreciate that. That's Professor Robert McCulloch, economics professor.